Hang in there. Keep your covenant. Keep your covenant with God. He doesn't have to bless you every day for you to remain in covenant. He doesn't have to answer all your prayers for you to stay in covenant. Because if he's in covenant with you, whatever he does or doesn't do, you're still blessed. Welcome to Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. We invite you to stay tuned for a life-changing word. Hi, and welcome again to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege to come to you with another message from God's Word. In this particular telecast, I shall be speaking from the theme, All You Need Is Love. Turn to the one next to you and just simply say to that person, All We Need is love. All you need is love. Now I'm aware that this particular theme is a part of a lyric. A lyric written by John Lennon. And it was written for the Beatles. All you need is love. All you need is love. Love is all you need. What we will experience in these next few moments is to be exposed to a love story. A love story. A love story between God and his people referred to here as Jerusalem. This passage is an allegory. It is using symbols or symbolism to express a literal fact. For example, you'll notice in the earlier verses that the prophet says that the word of the Lord came to him. Notice in verse 1, it says, The word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abominations. Now, we know Jerusalem to be a city in Palestine. But really, he's referring to Jerusalem here as his people. Okay, let's go a little further. And he says, and say thus, said the Lord unto Jerusalem, thy birth and thy nativity is of the land of Canaan. Thy father was an Amorite and thy mother a Hittite. Now, notice this. When you read that, you will basically come to the knowledge that he is talking more than just about cities. Jerusalem was a city that was occupied by the Jebusites. And when David became king, the Lord said, that's where your capital will be, Jerusalem. It was not David's city it was not called Jerusalem until after David became king and occupied it. 
it was the place where God's people gathered. And the people became synonymous with the place. Just like we say Smith Hill. Because the Smiths lived there. Or Jones's village. Because the Joneses. Jerusalem, my people. Please get that in your mind. So he's actually talking metaphorically and he's talking symbolically about his people when he says that you tell my people about themselves. And let them know that I know where they started from. Who their mothers were and who their fathers were. And so when you check it out, you see that this is really a love story between God and his people. Got it? Now, the next thing that uh, I observe is that when he is trying to communicate with those he loves who really <laughs> don't have anything for him, and I think it's a terrible thing when you love somebody, but they don't love you. Amen. I think it's sad when, when it's only one in, in, you know, in, in the relationship that has the love. Always giving, always releasing, always meeting someone else's demands. Taking care of them, doing for them, but they don't love you. And what God is saying is that with all that I've done for you, you still don't love me. Yeah. It's going to get deep in a minute. You don't love me. But when I, you know, when, when, I, when, when, when I remember how you started, yeah. I know who your mama was, and I know who your daddy was, I know, I know your beginnings. What's more, I'm going to tell you, when I saw you, you wasn't looking too good. When I found you, you were in a mess. But I still loved you. God, I'm, I'm almost getting ahead of myself. Because I, I, so I just feel like blessing God for loving me when I was a mess. Because some folk, wait till you get your best, your best presentation. Then they'll love you. But what he does is he loves us. In spite of our mess. All you need is love. Love is all you need. Note the points of this message. Point one, the cause. Two, the cover. Three, the covenant of love. Stay tuned. You'll be further blessed through this message, I'm sure. No, no, no. Look, he said, he said, listen, it's very important. Get this. He said, when I saw you, I took my skirt and covered you. That particular statement, remember the cause, now the cover. So the covering is that when he, when he, when he threw his, his skirt over her, He was basically doing some things. When he did that, he was actually saying, this is the woman for me. This is the one. She's the one. Yeah. 
So I'm going to perform an act of ownership. So I'm going to cover her. Which means I made a choice of her. Which means I'm going to get engaged to her. There are people who don't understand that when you come to God through Christ Jesus, you come into a love affair. You're coming into a love affair, and I don't care how you've lived, and I don't care how you're conducting your life, I don't care what you're in the midst of, he still loves you. He loves you. I said he loves you. Songs of Solomon, chapter 8, verse 7. Many waters cannot quench love. Floods can't drown it. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do. I, you can't stop me from loving you. I love you. And that's it. Every now and then there's a person that calls me and says, uh, how you doing? Fine. Okay, he said, well, I just want to tell you I love you and you can't do anything about it. <laughs> That's not a nice thing to say, but anyway. That's what he tells me. He said, I love you and you can't do anything about it. <laughs> you and I must remember that this love that he has for us is an unending love. I'm going to talk to you. I'm trying to tell you that you are not loved today just because you are wearing a nice suit and because you are sitting up with a Bible in your hand or because you're on the pew in a church. He loved you when you were acting like the devil. But he loved the devil out of you. And you and I have to appreciate the fact that when others would have given up on us, he still loves us. Romans 4 verse 7, listen to it. It says, blessed are they whose what? Iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are what? Covered. You got it? Covered. Your sins are covered. So what? You're not playing the organ. So what? You're not on the choir. So what? You're not one of the ushers. So what? You're not in the counseling team. So what? You're not over there. So what? So what? So what? If your sins are covered, you're blessed. But in spite of your stuff, he still loves you. Vernon. Why? Because your sins are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. He threw his skirt over you. He said, I know nobody else wants you, but guess what? I made a choice of you. So he threw his skirt over you and said, you're mine. And because you're mine now, I cause you to be who you have become. I have covered you to identify with you. And to let you know that everything about you is covered, even the worst thing, which is your sins. Somebody ought to just pause right now and thank God for having all that stuff covered. 
Oh, you don't want to do it? You don't want to do it? You don't want to do it? You ought to look back to where you were and the mess you were in. You don't want to remember? Well, you need to ponder that you wouldn't be where you are today had he not blessed you to come up. If you have no other testimony, you ought to be able to raise your hand. Sometimes say, what, what you got to say now, brother? What you got to say, sister? Well, I don't have much to say. All I got to say is I thank God that my sins are covered. Oh, yeah, I know some of y'all don't want them covered. You all, some of y'all want them. You've been prying a long time to get the cover off, the cover off, so we can expose him and expose her. And, but no, 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 no. Aren't you glad? You don't have to worry about the cover. The cover takes care of the cover. And the cover will make sure that nobody else gets to expose you, uh, Jesus, because he loves you. That's why I say all you need is love. The love of God. The love of Christ. That's all. The love of the Spirit. Paul talks about it like that. He said, and do it for the love of the Spirit. (laughs) Because the Holy Spirit could have moved away from a lot of us a long time ago. Because we quenched him so and we grieved him so. But he still hangs around. I felt him this morning. I'm feeling him right now. And I'm so grateful that he's not with me because I'm so good. He's with me because he has chosen to be. That's why you ought to act not like you're some super saint. But you are here because your sins are covered. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Anybody want to say thank you, Jesus? Well, I sincerely trust that you've been blessed and challenged by this message to consider the efficacy of love, the many ways Love can challenge and enrich your life. So until next time, when we should come to you with more concepts for living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.